business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get. Now I make money moves. What up, what up, what up, guys? Welcome back to the Fitness Times Business Podcast, the show created to provide you with the practical and strategic advice to help you level up in fitness, business, your career, your relationships, and your life. My name is Joseph Metzel. I am your host, and I'm joined in this episode of the pod by co-host, Leah. Hello. What's going on? What's happening? We're back, baby. It's um, it's been a while in between uh, in between pods. It has. It's been quite some time. Yeah, uh, we've had a lot going on. You've had a lot going on. I've had a lot going on. Uh, competed over the weekend. Made my pro debut. Finally, amazing. Finally, got Epic. to step on that pro stage after. Uh, Congrats. Thank you. It looks good, guys. Did he not look good? Show him some love. It was great. <laughs> I don't think we have the interactivity in the pod uh, to allow that sort of we thing. We can show but... the love like just on the on the YouTube video. Yeah, on the pod, yeah no, you know? that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do get have on, a bit of… Uh... Get on your Instagram, blow up your uh, latest post about no, it. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram's been giving me anxiety recently. Every time I open the DMs, it's yeah, oh, a lot man, going on. crazy. Yeah. Hey, listen… Um, Interesting topic that we're going to take a deep dive into in this, uh, in this pod. The title of this pod is What's Next? Uh, and I think upon kind of seeing the title, uh, people probably had a few different assumptions as to what we were going to discuss. But a little bit of background. So I did make my pro debut uh, last weekend. Um, and that is the reason why there's been a, a little... Uh, um, break in between podcasts for you guys because I was out of the office in Melbourne preparing for the show, peak weeks and whatnot. Um, but I did make my pro debut over the weekend, um, finally, and uh, and did quite well. You, you did? Know, very happy with- Third uh, place. Yeah, placed third uh, in the very first Men's Physique Pro Show here in Australia. Um, I was very happy with uh, how I presented on stage, the physique that I presented, um, and the feedback across the board was was very very positive. Man, which... I was sitting like I wasn't in Melbourne, but I was I had the live stream happening at home you did. and watching it um, watching it at home. And I saw you like center of comparisons, like every comparison, and I'm like shaking. I'm like, oh my god, I think he's gonna win. <laughs> like, I was freaking freaking. He's the going fuck to out. the Olympia. Yeah, yeah, but third place, like you know, it's 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 still incredible. So, yeah. 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 And, um, you know, I'm so, so, uh, I said that I get anxiety every time I open Instagram because the number of DMs and the comments and the tags and like, I've never seen anything like it, um, which is incredibly humbling for me. And I'm super, super grateful for it, guys. So for all of you who have sent me a DM or made a comment or sent me a message, um, thank you guys. I really do appreciate it. But it does give me a bit of anxiety because every time I open Instagram, it's like another 50 DMs. I'm like, fuck, how am I ever going to get back to all of these? But I'm working through them. Um, and so many messages of uh, congratulations, you know, you look great. Um, you know, uh, you inspire me uh, to uh, pursue my fitness goals, my business goals, whatever it is. Just a lot of really positive messages. And then a lot of queries about what's next. Like immediately, the, the, the kind of rhetoric goes from, man, you looked great. Congratulations. I'm so inspired by what you're able to achieve. Dot, 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 dot. What's next? What are you doing next? When's the next show? What's the next plan of attack? Just generally speaking, what's next? And it really kind of got me thinking about how 
we are so often put us, we, we so often put ourselves or other people put us in this kind of default position following a significant event. Whether the event's good or bad, something significant happens and the default position is to immediately start thinking about the future, right? The default position is to immediately start thinking about what's next or to ask what's next rather than being in the present moment, embracing the present moment for, for what it's worth, embracing the full emotional spectrum of the now, the present, before turning your mind to the future, turning your mind to what's next. And as I'm kind of thinking about this, I'm thinking, you know what? There's a few different scenarios here. The first one is where it's projected by the people, which is what I've been experiencing this week, right? A lot of people going, what's next? What's next? What are you doing next? When's the next show? How are you going to get to the Olympia? How are you going to do this? What's next? You know, just that, that future third-party projection. And, you know, we, uh, we see it, you know, obviously I've experienced it with, um, with the show um, this week and, and, and following the show last weekend, but we see it in so many different areas of life, right? Like you, you buy a house with your yeah. long-term partner. When are you getting married? Yeah. You know? Or even like I remember it distinctly when Tim and I got engaged a year ago. Yeah. And it was like, I'm on cloud nine. This is yeah. the best thing that's happened. Yeah. Like I'm just like floating on, on you know, in the air. And um, yeah, like it was exactly like that. It's congrats. When's the wedding? Yes. And I'm like, hell, I'm like living I in this. I just got engaged. I just got engaged. Let me like, <laughs> you know, let me enjoy this. Let yeah. me not stress out about planning a wedding. Like, yeah. you know, straight away. And, and, and yeah, so that, that I experienced it really heavily then. I was yeah. like, wow, this is like, you know, well, just be happy for me in this. And like, let me yeah. just soak this up. And, 100%. Yeah. Or, you know, the next thing you get married when you're having kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's Or even it's, like even it wasn't even when's the wedding. It was like, okay, so when's the when's the engagement party? Yeah. I'm like, I don't need a party. I'm in my party yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. I'm having my this own little like, party. I'm this like, is my party. Yeah. So there's that situation, right? Yeah. Then there's also the situation and as you know, when you when you're quite ambitious, when you're a high achiever, you're trying to become a high achiever. This is something that we do to ourselves a lot is it can be self-inflicted or self-projected, right? You um, buy a house. What's all the stuff that I'm going to do oh, to it? I'm so guilty of this. <laughs> are, I, am, right? I am so guilty of this. Right? Or you, you know, you've been working really hard to get the promotion that you're trying to get in the workplace and you get the promotion or you've been working really hard to get this job that you've been chasing for years. You finally get the job and then in your own mind, it's like, okay, what's next? You know, what's the next step on the corporate ladder? What's the next job that I'm trying to get? Immediately, you flip into that self-projected uh, future planning mode. Even, even in business, right? If you're a business owner, you reach a significant business goal, significant milestone. Perhaps it's, you know, a million dollars of turnover in a year. Whatever, this, whatever the goal, the metric is, you reach it and then you're like, all right, fuck, what's next? You know, what's the next thing? So you have the, as high achievers as, as uh, you know, with high levels of ambition, you tend to do that to yourself a lot. And then the third scenario, which kind of overlaps with those two, is that it happens in both negative events and positive events, right? So yeah, the positive okay. events is you get engaged when yeah, you get yeah, married. The good stuff. You buy a house when yeah. you guys get married or you buy a house yourself. What's all the shit I'm going to do? I get the promotion. What's the next promotion? I reach the business goal. What's the next business goal? But it also happens 
with significant negative events, right? You go through a marriage breakdown, for example, or a divorce. When are you going to start dating again? Yeah, or like you lose your job. So, well, what are you going to do next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it works kind of in 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 both directions. And I think you know, the more I kind of think about this, the more I think how often I've done it myself, or how often I've experienced it myself. And as I'm getting older and wiser and I'm having more life experience, how important it is to embrace the present. How important it is to not immediately get caught up in the future planning side of things, but to actually sit with the now, sit with the here, sit with the now. Actually, just I, it's, it's interesting how the, how, how the universe pulls these things together, right? Because I literally, like a few weeks ago, I finished reading uh, a book called The Power of Now. Oh, yep. By Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle, yeah. Very, very popular book. Millions of copies sold. Yeah. Multiple Huge. different languages. Um, you know, and it, it was, it's the second book by Eckhart that I've read. And it was, it was, you know, I guess the, the whole point of the book is living in the present, right? Is embracing the now. And I found it interesting that I finished reading that book and then… Then this happens. And then this happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like my mind is already primed to kind of go, no, 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 hold on a second. You know, you got to be present. You got to live in the now. You got to embrace this moment. But I'm getting all of this pressure from third parties and from myself to kind of live in the future and kind of skip over the present. So I think there's, there's, there's a couple of things that I kind of want to unpack here that I think are going to, has the ability to add a lot of value to the listeners and the viewers. And I think the first one is why it's important to embrace the good times in the present. Why it's also important to embrace the bad times in the present. So whether, whether it's a good experience or whether it's a negative experience, why it's important to just be in the present and, and experience that now. Um, and then talk about the fine lines between like, where do you kind of draw the line there? Okay. Like when, when do you kind of flip it and go into, okay, now it's time to sure. move forward or move on. Yep. Okay. What do you reckon? Yeah, look, uh, with the, uh, I'm just, when I was listening to you talk, I sort of, the first thing that sort of came to mind when you said about the living through the, like the negative emotions, um, immediately like alarm bells went off for me about, you know, uh, processing emotions. Um, and I, of course, I, I flipped straight to that negative, but it's going to be really important with the positive emotions as well. Um, I guess with the positive emotions um, and in those positive moments, those moments of like complete elation and, and, and things like that, you can't, there's no like rewind button. Um, so if you, if you go through those in fast forward, and you don't kind of embrace and allow yourself to just be in that moment. You're not, there's no way you can like recreate that in the future at all. You know, you can't, once it's gone, it's gone. It's just time is, 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 is linear. <laughs> so once you're, once you've, you know, rushed through that and you're, you know, down the track in a week, two weeks time, you're not ever going to get back that feeling, you know, it, it's going to have passed. So if you don't, live in it and, and soak in it then and there, you, you're just never going to get to that point again. 
time keeps moving. It does keep moving whether on. You want, you, whether you want it to. There's, yeah. you can't, there's no pause button. Yeah. You can't pause. Yeah. You can't rewind. You can't. We, we so Cher often. Cher said it best. We, if I could turn back time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't. <laughs> hey, that packs with auto-tune and everything. Um, but there is, you know, there's, there's no pause button. No. There's no rewind button. Mm-mm. So often we are so quick to, pe- to press the fast forward button. Yeah, we're like fast forward because what's next? Yeah. 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 And, you know, one of the things that, that once again, uh, you know, so much of it is life experience, but there's been so many really good experiences in my life, you know, really good milestones, really good positive significant events that I look back on now and I go, fuck, I wish I just really embraced a bit more that, of that. time yeah. a little bit more. You know, I really wish that I lent into the positive emotions of joy, of elation, of pure happiness while it was there because I can't go back now. You know, I can't, I can't turn back time. I can't go back and revisit that significant event. I can't go back and re-experience the emotions that were then and there because they lived in that moment. And I think, you know, so often because we're so keen to kind of fast forward and go to the future and start going, what's next? You know, what's the next thing? What's the next goal? What's the next achievement? What's the, the next thing that I can kind of turn my mind to that we really sacrifice, you know, so, so many people are like, I want more joy in my life. I want to experience more happiness in my life. I want to experience more bliss in my life. And then the universe serves them up the opportunity to do it. And the first thing that, and I'm guilty of it as well, the first thing we do is go, "Mm, you know what? Not going to lean into that. Let me think about what's next. Well, fucking, you just been talking about how you want to experience more of these negative emotions. Here's the opportunity to do it. And all you want to do is press the fast forward button and figure out what's next. It's definitely something that, that I've become much more aware of is kind of going, you know what? This is a significant positive life event. And I have one opportunity to lean completely into the full force of these positive emotions. And if I don't take the opportunity now because I'm so caught up about what's next, there's, there's no opportunity to go back. I can't do this in retrospect. And I think that, you know, probably the, the, the um, first thing is just having that awareness piece, right? Yeah. Is, is being aware of that. I'm really lucky that for me, because I've you know, and I think like we've had this discussion off camera, but it was, it's very achievement driven for me. Um, You know, I achieve one thing and then I'm straight on to what's next because that's the thing that makes me feel good. But I'm so quick to go find the next thing that makes me feel good. The next achievement I can go after that, you know, I don't stop to, um, you know, smell the roses per se is probably, you know, the best way to put it, a really good way to put it as well. I don't sort of stop and, um, and appreciate the fact that, you know, I've, I've reached the goal or I've, you know, finished the job or achieved what, what I set out to achieve. Um, and I'm really lucky that my fiance has brought it to my attention, you know, a, a lot, like without, you know, probably before he came along, I was very like, you know, 
um, very achievement driven. And it was actually like the cause of a lot of like anxiety for me because I just didn't, I was just chasing, you know, the next, um, the next big thing for, for myself. Um, and yeah, he was really like, started to notice it, especially when we started like renovating, um, you know, the, the place, the places that we've renovated. And <laughs> it was very, very noticeable for him there, especially, um, because we, you know, we do something we, you know, and I, and I just wouldn't stop to go, wow, that, that was amazing. You know, look what, look what we've achieved. Um, so he was kind of the first one to bring it to my attention. Just like, Leah, just slow down. Like, have like, take a seat, appreciate the work that you've done um, and, and, and feel good about it. Cause I was just not doing the feel good about it part. I was like, feel good about it for a split second, like job's done, tick, and then on to the next thing. But you really got to like relish in those moments. Um, and, and, and yeah, stop and smell the roses. Yeah. I think, you know, the other thing to be really conscious of is the future is always going to be there, right? So this, this tendency, this pressure, this insatiable pull to think about what's next, to start planning for the future, to start thinking about the next thing, it's going to be there tomorrow and it's going to be there next week and it's going to be there next month and it's going to be there next year. It's always going to be there and it's always future, right? So you can always get there. The present moment, the significant event, the positive emotions that come along with achieving that significant event, and it's not going to be there in the future. It's here. It's now. If you don't take the time to experience the full force of the positive emotions that come along with the positive significant life event, you don't get a second bite at it. What about, to flip the script, the negative side of things? Why is it important to not just sit in the positive emotions of positive significant life events, but why is it also important to sit in the negative emotions of negative significant life events? It's like, it's really counterintuitive because when you are feeling something negative in like a, a, a feeling or, a, you know, you're having a negative thought, it, it instinctively you want to like, be, like you want to escape that. Um, you want to get as far away from this like shitty feeling or thought that I possibly can and move on from it. Um, and it's, it's funny because, you know, in doing that, all you do is make the, the thought or the feeling, um, exacerbate. All you do is make it stronger. So, um, especially with negative thoughts and feelings. So these like negative moments, um, you just have to sit with them. You know, you have to sit with them. You have to, you have to feel the full force of, of all of it because if you don't, um, you know, it, it's, it, it, modern psychology will tell us that you're just going to be stuck in that, you know, that negative loop. Um, and it's going to get louder and louder until you do pay attention to it. So, you know, the positive one is, you know, we could have said how that's important because you can't get those things back. Um, the negative one is important, but I think in a bit of a different way, um, you know, not because you can't get it back, but it, it's going to hang around if, if you don't experience it to its full extent. Yeah. If you, I, I think, you know, from my life experience, if you don't, completely lean into the full force of negative emotions they tend to um 
stick around a lot longer than they otherwise would. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, like if you if you can fully lean into um fear, if you can fully lean into guilt, if you can fully lean into, you know, pick any negative emotion and just go, you know what, I'm I'm gonna feel this for what it is. I'm gonna allow it to completely absorb my entire being, the quicker it will dissipate. So I think that that's, you know, and once again, you say, you know, our intuition is to get away from negative emotion because it doesn't feel it's good. It's uncomfortable as hell. Right? It yeah. feels shit. Yeah. Right? You, you, you've, you're feeling this, this negative emotion that you don't want to be experiencing. Your initial instinct is to go, how the fuck do I get as far away from this as possible? How do I numb this with, you know, whatever I can numb it with, distraction, drugs, alcohol, whatever it is. How do I, how do I remove myself from this? How do I get away from this? Yeah. this? yeah. But it actually makes it hang on a lot longer. Yeah, definitely. There's also another reason. There's another less obvious reason why it's really important to embrace the full force of negative emotions on the back of significant negative life events. And the reason is this. You can't selectively numb emotion. You can't selectively go, you know what? I'm going to do what I need to do so that I don't have to fully experience the full force of a negative emotion. But I'm also going to be able to lean completely into and experience the full force of the positive emotions that I do want to experience. You can't have one without the other. If you want more joy in your life, if you want more bliss in your life, if you want pick any positive emotion and you want to experience more of it in your life, you also have to allow yourself to experience the full force of all of the negative emotions that you don't like experiencing. Because that is what builds the capacity to lean into the positive emotions that you do like experiencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and even on an even more basic level, if, if you don't know what it feels like to feel really, really shit, <laughs> you know, you're not, you're not going to appreciate the good stuff. Um, if you, you know, that, on, a, on a very basic level, if you, if you don't, um, you know, know what it feels like to to, you know, have that really crappy, you know, breakup and actually go through all of that. You're not going to appreciate the good stuff. You know, you hear stuff like that all the time. Mm. Yeah. It's actually impossible. Yeah. It's impossible because leaning into emotions is a skill, right? It's, 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 it's a skill. You can't just kind of flick a switch and go, well, I'm going to experience the full force of bliss and happiness and joy if you haven't experienced the full force of regret and guilt and fear and anxiety and all of these negative emotions. It works in both directions. So the better you get at sitting with the full force of negative emotions, the more capacity you build to sit with the full force of positive emotions. And all of us want more of that in our life. Everybody wants more joy. Everybody wants more bliss. Everybody wants more happiness. Everybody wants more pride. Everybody wants to experience more of these positive emotions. But if you're trying to numb the negative, you're also, without even knowing, numbing the positive at the same time. 
One thing that I found really helpful in um, in, in getting to a point where I can I can you know experience both of these emotions um, and and like really forcing myself to to stay in the joyful moments and 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 forcing myself as well to to navigate the negative the negative emotions and feelings as well is actually journaling. Um, you know, if you're looking for some practical advice here, you know, from this podcast and how to actually get better at this, um, you know, it's one thing to say, yeah, just sit with it. Like, okay, cool. I'm just going to sit on the couch and like, what, 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 what exactly does <laughs> what that mean, guys? About sitting on the floor. Yeah, with the like, legs do I need like a little a meditation pose. pillow? Like, yeah. no, but for real, like, definitely journaling. Um, you know, I know Joseph, you do your, your gratitude journaling every morning, but it doesn't even have to be that structured. Um, it, it, you know, some of the best, most effective journaling I've done is just thoughts on paper, you know, just, just thoughts to, to pen to paper of just like, you know, this is like, just like dear diary sort of stuff. That's literally, that's as basic as it needs to be. Um, yeah, j- just to make sure that you, you, you're sort of staying with, um, with the, the thoughts and, and feelings that you're having, um, be it positive or negative. Hundred percent. One of my you mentioned that I do gratitude journal, and I do, um, and I've spoken about this in uh, my ten step morning routine, which is one of the episodes of this podcast. It's back in the feed. If you guys haven't listened, definitely go have a listen because um, you can pick out any of the ten steps and start implementing them right away. But one of the pieces of journaling I do is celebrate wins, embrace struggles. That's something I do every morning. Right? Is I actually turn my mind to is there a win? that is worthy of celebration that I should sit with and I should, I should really embrace? Or am I going through something really hard? Am I struggling with something at the moment that I also need to sit with, journal about, and fully embrace? So I have celebrate wins, embrace struggles. It's funny you mention that because uh, the show – Last weekend was Saturday afternoon. I was on stage Saturday afternoon, um, came off stage. I think it was well, like 2 p.m.-ish, something like that. And then it like started the yeah. bombardment yeah, with yeah. all the social Full media. On, yeah. Well, not even, they, they, honestly, just people at the show. Yeah, yeah. You know, even like walking backstage. Face face. Yeah. Every second person we got, you know, talking about this, talking about that, all this. And the what's next started straight. Like literally, I reckon the second person I spoke to when I stepped off the stage was like, what's next? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I just fucking, I just made my pro debut, man. Yeah. I just placed, like, yeah. I'm just, come on, like, let me. But um, anyway, so that was Saturday. And so Sunday morning I got up, um, Amy and I got up super early, as we always do. And um, I was supposed to go with Amy to go train first thing in the morning. We were meeting up with some of her girlfriends. Um, we we're going to go have some breakfast, get some croissants and all that kind of stuff. Um, and Sunday morning, I just said to Amy, I said, I just need, I need some time by myself, um, just to do some journaling. And this is exactly what I did. I literally, I sat there on the couch in the hotel room by myself, had a black coffee. And I was just like, I, I need to celebrate this win. And I took, I, I could show you on my phone, but I took like two phone pages of just thoughts just on paper. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just thoughts That's on paper. That's all it needs to be, yeah. And just allowed me to really experience the positive emotions with that event. And just be real with yourself. Like yeah. it's funny when you start actually writing, um, when you actually start journaling about an, an, a significant event, um, 
you are, you very, you do end up actually being really, you know, quite real with yourself and you write stuff that, you know, as you're writing, these thoughts kind of come into your head and you're getting them down on paper. And it's like, you know, it's, it can be quite like monumental, you know, um, in, in both positive and in negative. And, and the cool thing about actually doing it as well as, you know, you keep those journals and, you know, I read back on stuff that I've written, um, about both positive and negative stuff um, for years ago, you know, like five, six, seven years ago. My memory is terrible. I'm not going to remember that. But the fact that I can go back and actually read it and, it, you know, reading it, it it's actually, it, you can actually really go back there. You know, obviously the the real, real raw negative emotions or real raw positive emotions aren't there, you know, anymore. Like you said, we said you can't rewind, you know, back to those times. But as you're reading it and it is, you know, it is your own writing, you kind of like, you get taken back there a little bit. Um, yeah. So, you know, another reason I find it quite effective is just for me with a crap memory. Yeah. <laughs> um, Huge. Yeah. Hugely important. What about this fine line, specifically when it comes to significant negative life events where you know, we're saying you got to, you got to experience the full force of the negative emotions. You got to live in the present. You have to actually experience that negative event and the negative emotions that come along with it. What about this fine line where people kind of find themselves in the trap of living through memories of their past? In fact, in both directions, as I'm thinking about it, living through memories of you know what, I went through that marriage breakdown, I went through that divorce and they can never get out of that. They're stuck there, right? Or um, they have a, a, a death of a really close friend or a really close family member and they just, you know, five years later, they're still there. Ten years later, they're still there, right? They're stuck. Right. And then in the other direction as well, something really good happens, right? And they just, and they're just like, ride that wave. Back when I was, back in my day, you know, back when I was your age, ride the you know, wave. we see that as well, right? It's yeah. kind of being stuck in, in, that, in, the, in, 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 in the 80s. In, yeah. In that moment <laughs> that like, motherfucker, let's be real. Yeah. That was 10 years ago yeah. now. What have you done now? Oh, that was what, five years yeah. ago now. What have you done since In so? both directions. Yeah. So how do you, how do you kind of, how do you draw, where do you draw Ugh. the line? The whole processing, like the stuff you talked about just at the start there is all to do with like the stages of probably, probably the stages of grief really. Um, so there's like, you know, very significant stages of grief and there's very like very systematic way to work through that. So um, I don't know that I can probably give the correct advice on that, but I know that if you are stuck in those negative things as, you know, a, a ton of um a ton of resources out there that can probably uh help with that um i'm you know uh i don't really yeah well i i you know i haven't really had to process a loss of a life like that um i'm, I'm very 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 lucky very blessed that i haven't had to do that um i've had to go through you know heartbreak um and I guess the only way that, you know, you kind of get through that is time and and actually like we've been saying this whole podcast is just leaning into into those negative emotions and, and processing those negative emotions. And one thing that I also found that helped apart, as well as the journaling um, is the just, uh, just talking, 
to people that are close to you as well um, that you can sort of trust. I think that's another way that, you know, you're going to ensure that you're not going to stay in this negative loop forever, you know. Um, There is no like set timeline for it either. Um, But I think, you know, there are things that you can do to, to help move it along. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah. Look, I think when it comes to the the negative life events and um, the negative emotions uh, that you have to work through, um, it, it is about working through them, right? And and if you can't do it by yourself, it's really important that you do seek out professional help to help you work through the seven stages of grief, if it's grief that you're experiencing, or to help you lean completely into whatever negative emotion you need to lean into so that it can start dissipating. Really, really important. And I think that what we've spoken about so far is, you know, trying to numb, trying to numb the negative emotion just prolongs it. And, it, you know, we're not talking prolonging for like days and weeks. We're talking about years and decades, right? Is it can get, to get that, that bad, extreme yeah. Yeah. where if you're just trying to run away from the grief or you're trying to run away from the fear or you're trying to run away from, uh, you know, whatever the negative emotion is, it'll hang around like a dark cloud. It will, yeah. And it'll, 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 it'll rear, rear its ugly time. head. Yeah, yeah. And I for think we all, time. you know, we all know someone who's who we can probably, you know, who probably comes to mind for, you know, all the listeners who can kind of go, yeah, I, I think – that, that probably was something that that person did or, you know, it, yeah, we, we've all seen it. Yeah. yeah, and they're living through memories of their past and those memories are not good memories and they just can't break out of it and this is the reason why they can't break out of it because they're not willing to lean completely into it. They're not willing to seek the professional help to allow them to lean completely into it. So super, super important. Super important. What about the positive stuff? That's what I was just about to ask you. Yeah. Oh, you're going to ask me? Okay. I think, I think the positive side of things is I think you can actually put a timeline on yeah, it. Yeah, don't party too hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I think I think this one, you know, like don't you do it. You gotta, don't do you, a uh, <laughs> Dustin Martin and leave your, leave your car in the in the MCG car park uh, for months on the bed. We've all seen this as well, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. No, but I think I think, you know, really like it is about going, you know what, for the next week or for the next two, or however long, for the next two days, whatever it is, I'm going to fully experience this, right? I'm going to lean into this. I'm going to experience the joy and the happiness and the pride and all of that shit. But when it comes to Monday next week, I am actually going to start thinking about what's next, right? I'm going to, I'm going to go, that was great. That was fucking awesome. But now I need to start planning for the future. Do you think there's like a general rule of thumb timeline here or uh, does it depend on the event? Does it depend on the person? I think it depends on on both of those things, you know, the event and the person. You know, like, yeah. you know, if you're in tune with, you know, yourself, you, you know when it's time to, um, you know, get get serious again. Um, yeah. Or, or you'll have people around you kind of <laughs> Probably tell you that it's time to <laughs> it's time. time to get it's time to get on with yeah, it. Yeah, let's get your shit together. Yeah, yeah. Let's get your shit together. Yeah. Um, one of the the best pieces of um, I guess mental health or or psychological advice that I've ever been given um from my therapist is to try and separate thought and emotion, and 
the way that she kind of explained this to me in terms of how to do this practically is that thinking is often time-based, right? So you think in the past, you think in the future. You very rarely think in the present, right? You, 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 your thought processes are, this happened back then, let me think about it. This is going to happen in the future. Let me think about what can happen or might happen or won't happen or will happen, whatever it is. So thought is very much time-based. Emotion is very much not time-based. It's here, it's now, you need to experience it in its full force. And you can also experience emotion physically where you can't necessarily experience thought physically. Okay. Does that make sense? That does make sense, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you're, I guess if you're having trouble kind of going, you know, like how the fuck do I actually be in the moment? How do I actually lean into the positive emotions in a positive life event? Or how do I lean into the negative emotions in a negative life event? Often it's about actually physically experiencing it. Yeah. Right? So what does the joy feel like? Right. What does the happiness feel like? Actually think about, you know, where do I feel it? Do I feel it in my chest? Do I feel it in my diaphragm? Do I feel it in my stomach? Do I feel it in the back of my neck? Do I get goosebumps on the back of my neck? You know, like, and then with the negatives as well, you know, where am I feeling this pain, right? Where, where does it manifest in my body? And actually lean into the physical experience of the emotion rather than try to think through the emotion as like, how is it going to manifest in the future or how did it manifest in the past? I think um, that you made a really good point there because when, you know, when you asked me before about what's the timeline, do you put a timeline on it? It's a different for each person. And it, you know, you just reminded me then about it is like, it, it kind of is, is fleeting in its own regard. Yeah. You know, that happiness, you can't force that happiness to stay around. You know, you can't force the joy to stay around. Let's say you're like, you want to celebrate for, you know, a week, but the reality of it is like the, 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 the thought and the feeling like they're, they're passing. Yeah. So if, yeah, if it's, it's like a part, it's like, if you don't get on that train and, and ride that train now, like it's going to be gone. And it is, it goes like whether you're on it or not, you can be on it and it's still, you know, it's still going to run out. Um, so yeah, th that's probably um, an important point, a really important point is, is you can't actually force, you know, in the same way you can't force a negative emotion to, to go away, you can't actually force any of these positive emotions to, to hang around either. So yeah, that's another, you, you'll know because it'll just sort of like, you know, the it's, it sounds miserable, but, but the happiness fades, like it'll fade, it'll fade and you'll know that it's time to, to, to get on with what's next. Practical and strategic advice. Let's put some steps together for the listeners, for the viewers. Well, we've kind of been given a little, little bits and pieces. I know. I just wanted to, I want to distill it out. I want to have a little recipe. I think the first step is awareness, right? The first step is understanding when you are experiencing a significant life event, whether it's positive or negative, right? And, and all of us can do that. We just got to be aware. We got to be aware. This is a big fucking deal right? This is extraordinary. This is out of the ordinary in both positive and negative. And stop yourself from fast forward, forwarding past it. Pump the brakes. Go, this is significant. Pump the brakes, homie. Yeah. I need to lean into this, right? I think that's the first step is, is, is really the, the awareness piece. I think the second step is then to separate thought and emotion, 
right, is actually physically lean into the positive. If it's a positive life event, the positive emotions, it's a negative life event, the negative emotions. And understand that you have to experience both in their full force and you can't selectively numb emotions in either direction, right? Experiencing the negative will allow you in the future to experience the positive. Experiencing the positive is what we're all trying to do. So fucking embrace that shit and experience it. I think the third step then is to resist the temptation to dive straight into what's next. Understand that what's next will always be there. It's future. It's always going to be there. You can't pause. You can't rewind. The present is right here. It's right now. So as much as that temptation, the thought process kicks in, the high achievement gears kick in, or the get away from negative emotion gears kick in, and it's like, let's move forward, let's move forward, let's go. Just resist that temptation and just be here, be now, be present, and embrace whatever it is you need to embrace right here and right now. The journaling piece is probably the next step, you know, is, is really spend some time journaling, whether that's just a big thought dump like you like to do, whether it's a bit more structured like I like to do, celebrate wins, embrace struggles, actually get those thoughts out onto paper. It'll allow you to work through them, whether they're positive or negative. It'll give you something to look back on in the future and, uh, and either be, or be proud of really in either direction. And I think that, that then the last step is, is having the awareness of the time frame, right? Having the awareness of, you know what, I can't sit in these negative emotions forever. I need to lean into them so that I can work through them. And I can't continue to experience these positive emotions forever. I need to kind of go, okay, that was great. And now it is time to let thought take over. And now it is time to start answering the question, what's next? Well, this is almost like, I feel like this is a segue to, I feel Well, like, hold on a second. No, no. no there's yeah. one thing that I, that I want to add oh, in okay, here as well, yeah. right? Just, just because we were talking about the journaling last oh, little bit. Okay, yeah. So I have, um, I don't know if I'd call this an, an, an affirmation. It's more, it's more a mantra of mine, right? So one... Yeah, one of the mantras that the, the listeners and the viewers will be uh, more than familiar with is only good things happen for me, right? It's actually the wallpaper on my phone at the moment. I've gone back to… Oh, you've gone back to it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's have a look. Yeah, true. Just to the confirm for that. Yeah, I oh, know. Yeah, there it's it is. confirmation. There it is. There it you is. see that shit right there? Um, that's, I guess that's probably my, my best known… And that really is an affirmation or, or a mantra, whatever you want to call it. But I have another one. And it goes like this. On the continuum of eternity, every period of time is short term. Celebrate the good times and embrace the struggles. Experience it all in its full force. Be present. Everything eventually just becomes the blink of an eye. This too shall pass. And that's just my little mantra to remind myself that if I'm experiencing something good, it's short term. If I'm experiencing something bad, it's short term. And when you pull the, pers the perspective out 
I say on the continuum of eternity, but let's say the average lifespan at the moment is 80 years, right? When you pull it out, even over 80 years, which is a very small piece of eternity, even over 80 years, everything's short-term. Nothing lasts forever. The highest of highs that you will experience in your life are going to be a blip on the radar. The lowest of lows that you're going to experience in your life, you're not even going to remember that they happened. Everything is short-term. This too, whether it's positive, whether it's negative, shall pass. You have to experience everything for what it is right here, right now, in the present. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So... I feel like I'm at the stage in like a Marvel movie where the credits are rolling and like people are starting to leave <laughs> and they're like, oh, they're done. Cool. Right. Great pop. People great leave pop. when the credits are rolling in Marvel movies? No, well, yeah, because the they know. They know. <laughs> Everyone's so sitting there waiting. If, if you think this pod is over, <laughs> it's definitely not. <laughs> Little do you know. Look, I've got to ask you, Joseph, on behalf of all the listeners, though, I think you've, um, you know, I'm going to be the one to say that you've, you've uh, had your time in the happiness and the joy and the bliss. <laughs> I have. It's been five days now. It's been now. five days. I'm good. So you can I'm come good. back uh, yeah. down from cloud cloud nine. Yeah. Look, I think, you know, everyone want, does want to know um, what's next. From a competing perspective? Yes, from a competing yeah, perspective. Yeah, that's what everyone's asking. That's what, that's what everyone yeah. wants to know. Yeah. Um, listen, I have I have given this a lot of thought um, because I've been asked about it continuously <laughs> since… Had, some, since had, some, had five days to think about it. Since two seconds of stepping off stage on Saturday. Um, but you're right. Like I, I have, I was very conscious about this and I was very conscious to lean into all of the positive emotions and I've had a fucking great week, um, you know, to, to, uh, call it for what it is. It's been amazing. Um, but I have started thinking about what's next. And for those of you wondering, uh, because I haven't really kind of publicized this at all as to kind of what I'm going to do next. But, um, for me, you know, my making my pro debut and, placing where I placed, presenting the physique that I presented, presenting um, the complete package, the stage presence, the look, um, the muscularity, the condition, and all those little bits and pieces that go into the final package. Um, and then, you know, placing where I placed and the difference between first, second, and third was so, so like we were all three of us, myself, Viet, Fabrizio, it could have gone, you know, depending on who's in the judging panel, could have gone either way. Um, and congratulations to those two guys, by all means, fucking amazing. Um, but it has really given me the confidence to go, you know what, coming into my pro debut, my goal from a competing perspective ultimately was to make it to the Olympia. I was like, you know what, I want to win a pro show or I want to do well enough in pro shows to get enough points, make it to the Olympia. And like, that's, that's me, you know, like I'm happy with that as my journey, as my kind of final destination, so to speak, as a competitive athlete. After Saturday, it's really given me the confidence to go, mm, you know what, man, you can, you can actually, you can upgrade that. You can, you can set a goal a little bit higher than that. You know, it's not just about qualifying for the Olympia now. It's not just about winning pro shows. It's about where do you go after that? And so I've set the next goal already. And the next goal for me is I don't want to just qualify for the Olympia. I want to place top six at the Olympia. And I've got the potential to do it. 
I've got the physique to do it. I've got the time to do it. I'm healthy enough to do it. And so that really was something that came out of the weekend when I think about what's next, um, that came out of the weekend and that's kind of the next goal. So with that in mind, um, what I'm what I was tossing up between was, you know, do I try and qualify for the 2022 Olympia? I can do a few different things, different shows and whatnot. Um, and I could get there, but this physique is not a top six Olympia physique. Not yet. Not yet. So what I've decided to do, I'm going to reverse out of this diet. I'm going to put in a, a really proper improvement season, a proper off season of what's it going to end up being like nine months um, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the improvements I need to make to my physique to try and build a top six Olympia physique and then try again season A next year, pro show, win the pro show, qualify for the Olympia 2023, and then hopefully that'll be the physique that, that takes right. me to the top six. There it is. You heard so it that's here what's first. Next. That's the plan. That's what's next. No I more like shows it. this year. It's a solid plan. That's it. It's yeah. about reversing out, yeah. making the improvements. I've got all the stage uh, photos, the stage videos. I know what I need to do. I've got an incredible team behind me. I've got Jake Nicolopoulos, obviously, my best mate and my prep coach, Jay Tyler, taking care of all of my training, making sure I'm putting the muscle on in the places I need to put it on. Uh, I've got Nath Ward keeping me on the tracks, as he likes to say, keeping me physically healthy. Um, I've got my wife, Amy, supporting me. I've got you guys, my family. I've got the team here. Got the A-team, man. Man, the, the fucking dream team. Like, for real, for real. The dream team. And credit to um, your posing coach as well. And Kenny, yeah. of course. Kenny yeah. Wallace. Um, you know, uh, yeah, fuck. It's a good team. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's solid. A great it's a team. dream team. Yeah. yeah. So that's what's next. Okay. For those of you wondering, for those of you who have asked, um, that's what's next. That's, that's what the plan. Doing. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. Um, and I'm super fucking pumped about so it. So we have to, we're waiting until ne next, uh, season A next year. It's going to be season A. Yeah. 2023 will be the next time I, I step on stage. Um, and uh, uh, if you guys thought my pro debut was, uh, was impressive, I'm excited for you guys I'm to excited. see. I'm excited. Uh, season A 2023. I'm excited. It's going to be next level shit. Great. Awesome. It's great. Leah. Very good. I think that's a wrap. Yeah, that is a wrap. That's I a good that's a wrap. I'm, I'm happy to end on that. That's a good place. That's the, yeah. that's the when you walk out the cinema yeah, at the end leave. of the Marvel movie. <laughs> Y'all can leave <laughs> you, you now. You can go now. <laughs> there needs to be a little credit that says, Joe will return. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> That'll be it. Leah, thank you so much. Thanks, man. It's been a great chat. Guys, I hope you have enjoyed listening. I hope you've uh, taken some value out of this episode, some practical and strategic advice. Obviously, that's what we're trying to do in every episode. The one thing we ask in return, if you guys have taken value, if you have enjoyed listening to this chat, if it's made your cardio go faster, if you've uh, been on turbo cleaning the house, if... Uh, you know, whatever you've been doing, driving to work, commuting to work while you've been listening to this podcast. The one thing we ask in return is that you guys share the show. Person to person uh, is always great. One way that we love seeing you guys share the show is to take a screenshot of whatever podcasting platform you're listening to, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, whatever it is, YouTube, if you're watching, post it in your Instagram story, tag myself at Joseph Metzel, tag Leah at Leah Metzel, L-E-A-H. M-E-N-C-E-L. Uh, we love seeing those tags and we like to repost as many of them as we possibly can. 
Thank you guys for tuning in. You could have been anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you enjoyed this episode and took some value from it, make sure you share it with your friends, your family, and your followers. And if you haven't yet, be sure to leave us a five-star rating.